When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to a bonus episode of the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Saturday, April 15th, 2023. Happy NBA playoffs day to everyone. It's going down. I'm yelling timber. Shout out to Pipple. Shout out to all you sickos joining me live here on a Saturday. I am J.E. Skeets running a solo mission here in the yard. Bringing back the weekend shift to keep everybody up to date. I believe we really started this last year at the start of the playoffs as the play-in games wrapped up. I'm also off a little bit next week. So I thought, hey, let's clock in for a weekend shift. We'll go over the play-in games from last night. We'll look ahead to today's schedule. And we had the NBA finalists also announced. So I have a weird theory about that. I think Tim Bontemps of ESPN may have spoiled all of the results. Get your tinfoil hats on. We'll go over it. Uh, But yeah, if you're joining us live on YouTube here on a Saturday morning, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like the vid, comment away there in the stream team, as a lot of you are. And subscribe. Uh, get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, etc. All available over at nodunks.com. And uh, we haven't posted it yet. I think we decided on either late tonight or maybe very early on Sunday morning. We're re-releasing the next installment from our old summer podcast series, Fast Friends. Where, for some reason, we decided to watch every single movie from the Fast and Furious franchise and break it down. And they were usually two-hour episodes. So anyway, we've been re-releasing it because we got Fast X coming up. So uh, Fast and Furious 6, I believe, will be dropping in the next, let's say, 24 hours. All right? So I don't know how many of you are re-listening to that, maybe catching it for the first time. But uh, they were a lot of fun. Me, myself, me, myself, and I. No, me, JD, and TK is what I meant to say. Um, All right. So these are little mini podcasts. Again, just me. Uh, We'll go over these games from last night just quickly. I don't think I have a whole lot to say about them. But we did have the Miami Heat, unfortunately, let's say, eliminating Trey Kirby's Bulls, 102-91. And uh, Miami will face the Milwaukee Bucks in round one on Sunday. Where do we want to start here? This was the more entertaining game from the two last night. Um, Jimmy Buckets coming in the clutch, 31 points in a do-or-die game. Got to the line like 10 times. Generated a ton of points off of turnovers. I mean, he's their primary playmaker when you think about it, too. He was pretty uh, pretty impressive down the stretch where, you know, the Heat got back into it. And I think it was Kobe White hit a three with like, let's say, just under four minutes to go that put the Bulls up by three. But the score the rest of the way was Miami 15, Chicago 1. One point 
I thought Zach Levine had a terrible couple of final minutes. Really a bad game. After that signature performance against my Raptors, uh, Levine followed it up with 15 points on 16-21 shooting. Eee! But again, Miami was down six midway through the final quarter. The Bulls played a good game, a good enough game, until clutch time. And it shouldn't have come as a surprise to anyone if you've watched a lot of Heat's games. Uh, this season, they play a lot of games in the clutch. And the NBA defines clutch games as those that are within five points uh, or less in the final five minutes of regulation or overtime. The Heat played a league-high 54 of those during the regular season. So very comfortable being in a close game uh, and coming back to win, if we're being quite honest. The Bulls, on the other hand, pretty good at sort of blowing it. But some weird decisions, I thought, from Billy Donovan. Uh, you know, Kobe White was one of the guys on their team, along with Caruso, that was hitting threes. He had a couple big ones there in the fourth quarter, but then he was pulled out late uh, of this game. Drummond, oh my God, uh, actually contributing, doing some work on the boards, but he's taken out uh, for Vucci, baby. I think you sort of got to roll with the guys that are contributing there, um, in my opinion. I know it's easy to say now because they lose the game, but uh, strange decisions there, I thought from Billy but Jimmy down the stretch there he got that and one foul with like 215 to go and that put Miami ahead for good and then Jimmy found Struess for a three-pointer which was his seventh of the night that guy was on fire and then uh so that pushed it to five and then Struess sealed it with three free throws after he got fouled in the corner Caruso um getting a little too close up under him some contact there from the old belly and uh, that was game then I think there was like 40 seconds left when he uh, stepped to the line and hit all of those. But how about Struess on fire? What did he have? Six three-pointers in the first half? And took one away, if I remember correctly? Because he had stepped out of bounds. But 31 from this guy? I mean, that's going to be a difference maker. Uh, so, Miami Heat go on to play the Bucks. Uh, I don't think a lot of people will be picking them to, first off, upset Milwaukee in a 1-8 matchup, let alone maybe even make it all that close. Though... This is an interesting little fact I saw from Sam Quinn at CBS Sports. The Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks have faced off in the playoffs three times. Those matchups, 2013, 2020, 2021, on all three occasions, the winner of that series reached the NBA Finals. So, can we make it four for four if, uh, let's say, the Bucks advance in the first round and uh, possibly make a run? to the NBA Finals. Also, I believe this was Tim Reynolds. If the Heat had lost, they would have been the first team in NBA history that were a division winner that wasn't going to the playoffs. But they avoid that distinction, obviously, having won this game. And moving on. Um, yeah, I wish I, I guess I wish the Bulls won just for Trey Kirby to get excited on the uh, No Dunks podcast for a week or two. You know, maybe winning a game in Milwaukee putting up a fight, but in the end, it's the Heat, and they will probably do the same. We'll probably have some close games. Uh, I don't think the Bucks are going to wax them. I really don't. Uh, I think they're going to beat them, but maybe a little early test is a good thing. I always say that on the show. I, I like when a, a championship contender, you know, has at least uh, a bit of a resistance, a bit, a bit of resistance in the first round from their opponents than just like a cakewalk I, I think it's better I think it's like gets you just more in that sort of playoff groove it's like oh yeah this is going to be very difficult <laughs> as we go on here 
So, good win there from the Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler and Struess really leading the way. Bam did work on the boards, but he was garbage. They're lucky they won this game. What did he finish? One and nine? Uh, missing bunny after bunny again. Uh, but he got a bunch of rebounds, though there were a ton of boards to go around because everybody was missing shots. Like, this is a low-scoring game. Uh, 101-92. Like, under 200 points in today's NBAs. 102-91, excuse me. Um, very, very low-scoring. But that's what we expected. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, the other game last night, a blowout. The Wolves, they go big, beat the Thunder. They grab the 8th seed. They'll be playing the Denver Nuggets in their 1-8 matchup on Sunday. Carl Anthony Towns, awesome. Uh, and stayed out there. Wasn't really in foul trouble. Uh, 28 points, 11 boards, 3 blocks, 11-16 shooting. Uh, incredible game from him. Anthony Edwards, bit of a bounce-back game after that brutal performance against the Lakers on Tuesday. He had 19, 10, and 6. I just like that he really didn't force the action. You know, for a young guy after a 3-for-17 game, you could see him maybe coming in like, ah, redemption time. Don't worry, I'll gun away. But he didn't let the game come to him. Uh, I just thought he showed some... uh, uh, he was mature in that game, I thought. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty impressive. And, and then he finished with a good game. I thought he was like uh, doing a really solid job. And then Rudy, back from the one-game suspension for punching Kyle Anderson. 21 points, 10 boards. I'm I'm actually, ha- I, like, I'll talk about the Thunder in a second, but I'm happy the Wolves won this game because I think they'll have a better fight against the Nuggets because of their size. The Thunder lost because they just don't have a center. <laughs> I mean, 58 to 30 advantage in points in the paint. Obviously, Cat, Rudy, sort of dominating uh, the lack of bigs on the Thunder. And they would have, I believe, just gotten waxed by Jokic. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what they would have done. Almost would have been maybe fun to see. But uh, at least you got some size to counter uh, the Joker there in that series. I think Denver will win. But I think Minnesota will surprise some people. Um with maybe how long they can make that series. Anyway, credit to the Wolves for putting Nikhil Alexander-Walker in the starting lineup. He did an admirable job on his cousin, on his cuz, on SGA. That was a smooth call there by uh, by the Wolves organization. I was going to say Finch, but by all accounts, Tim Connolly uh, in the front office maybe came up with the idea like, hey, you know, no McDaniels because he's got a broken hand. Could obviously try Kyle, but why don't we throw his cousin on him? See if he can uh, stick with them. And he did. I mean, SGA missed some shots that he normally hits. And I don't think it was really because of Nas' defense. As we get a little Luna appearance here. Yeah, get on up there, Luna. Jump up on that bench. Check what's going on out in the world. No, just look at it. Of course he doesn't now. Um, But he was just just missing some easy ones inside, I thought. Um, But... You know, the athleticism and the length that Nikhil Alexander-Walker has. He's I mean, sort of like a spitting image, honestly, of SGA. Did a good job, but not a not a good night for Giddy to be ice cold and SGA to really struggle. And, you know, 
Dort started similar to how he did in the other playing game, but that cooled off. They just didn't have it, and uh, I don't think a lot of people thought they were actually going to sort of win that game because of the size difference. If uh, if Towns could stay out of foul trouble and Gobert, you know, could at least just be big, and he did well at the free throw line too. I was a little shocked with how he shot there. So even though the Thunder didn't make the playoffs, what a season! You know, to get into the play-in, to win one, uh, you know, given the age of their roster. Just an incredible year. You know, they got two rookies in there. They got 20-year-old and Giddy. SGA is not even 25 as their superstar. They get Chet. Uh, they have still a million draft picks. What do they got? 15 first-round draft picks in the next five years. Was that was the graphic last night? Uh, so this is good. You know, a little stepping stone for this team. But expectations will come soon, right? I mean, most people probably starting next year will be like, yeah, they should be a playoff team. So. Uh, it's always a little different when you have those expectations put on you, but I don't know how you could not be uh, at least excited about their future with that squad and their coaching and, and everything they got going in OKC. So Wolves take on the Nuggets. Again, Yeah, when did it sort of get away from them? Late third quarter, early fourth, felt like the game was over. I don't know about you guys. Um, that was sort of my opinion on it as they rolled to victory. So those were the games last night. And now we got eight games this weekend, the actual playoffs. But before we get to that, and I'm going to show you all of our predictions. I made some graphics uh, because we had been making our predictions all week long. So we'll go over that. Uh, we'll tweet them out too and share them on YouTube community and I'm sure Instagram them and all that. But we had uh, the NBA awards finalists announced. All seven of the league's major individual honors uh, announced last night on TNT's Inside the NBA before that first play-in game. I would say there was no real surprises. And when I say finalists, they decided, as they've done before, hey, here are the top three. Okay? Um, nothing really jumped off the page to me in terms of like who we thought would be on there and all that. I was excited to see Bobby Portis get uh, some recognition for sixth man of the year. You know, it's going to be Brogdon or quickly winning the thing, but, you know, Bobby coming in third, I think that's safe to say. And I had talked about him on one of the podcasts uh, a week or two ago. Well-deserved. 14-10 and 10 off the bench for the best team in the league. Uh, I know this award rarely goes to a big, but I like that he got a little love there. Old, uh, old crazy eyes, Bobby Portis. Um, but here's my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory with this. The NBA, when they announce them, or when they say, here are the finalists, they, because they don't want to tip their hand at all, they put the names in alphabetical order right? So it's it would be, of course, with their last name. So it's Giannis, and then it's Embiid, and then it's Jokic for the MVP as an example. But my guy, Tim Bontemps at ESPN, who's been tracking the MVP race all season long with the straw polls and stuff like that, he had an article. I'm sure ESPN said, hey, fire up an article about all these uh, awards finalists. So he did. And on the side, and I'm going to show it to everybody on YouTube, there's like a quick little summary, right, of uh, the three finalists for each award. But they're not in alphabetical order. Now, why is that? Now, is this Bontemps? Is this just some intern at ESPN, some editor helping out, doing this little side box? Probably. But why are they not in alphabetical order? Why? Are these the winners is what I'm getting at? The first name listed. For every award. 
It would be shocking because for MVP, it does have Jokic first, then Embiid, then Giannis. A lot of us expect Embiid to win his first MVP. But what do they know over there at ESPN? Defensive player of the year? Well, they have Jackson Jr. first. Okay. That one makes a little more sense because that one's alphabetical. But not all of them. Rookie of the year, Ben Carroll. Yeah, B. But then Williams second. Kessler third. No, that doesn't make sense. Sixth man, they got Brogdon. Coach, they got Brown. Clutch player of the year, Fox first. Not Jimmy Butler. Or DeRozan, obviously. Last I checked, B and D ahead of F. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, are these our winners? Probably not. Because no one thinks Jokic is going to win a third in a row. But, 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 but. Why? Why did they do that? What do you know, Tim Bontemps? If we are to believe this conspiracy theory, it's not a conspiracy theory, this weird thing that I may have caught, then our MVP is Jokic, our Defensive Player of the Year is Jaron Jackson Jr., Paolo Rookie of the Year, Brogdon Sixth Man, Mike Brown Coach of the Year, Clutch Player of the Year, Darren Fox, and Larry Market and Most Improved. Now, all of those sound extremely realistic, probably except that MVP one. But maybe they just put Jokic first because he's the two-time MVP winner. Am I reaching here on a Saturday morning? You're damn right I am. But if Jokic goes on to be announced the back-to-back-to-back MVP winner, you heard it here first, and I cracked the case. ESPN and Bontemps knows who's going to win these awards. Uh, Finally, guys, playoffs. Um, How do you want to do this? Let's show the predictions because we do have our 1-8 matchups now, and we're not going to have time. We're not doing another podcast, for crying out loud, on those. But the guys sent in who they got winning and in how many games these series. So I made these sexy, sexy graphics showing all of our picks. Let's start with Tassie here. Tassie's got the Bucks sweeping. That's right. Bucks in four over the Miami Heat. He has the Celtics in six, the Sixers in five, the Cavs in seven. And then in the West, he's going Nuggets in six. Grizzlies in seven, Warriors in seven, and Suns in six. Again, a lot of these we talked about on podcasts earlier this week when we were doing our playoff previews and predictions. So Tass has the Bucks and Nuggets is what I'm getting at here. Trey, same thing, but he says Nuggets in five. He also have the, has the Bucks sweeping. And then you see the rest of his picks there. Pretty similar, actually, to uh, a lot of Tass's picks. They were in sync. Shout out to the boy bands. Talking about them yesterday. Um... They were in sync when they make making a lot of their picks. And that's why I swerved. Not with the first round in the 1-8 matchups. I have the Bucks in five. I actually think the Heat will take a game. I have the Celtics in five, Sixers in five, and then the Cavs in seven like the other guys. And then I have the Nuggets in six just like Tass. I do think the Wolves, I think we're going to get one massive Anthony Edwards game that's going to swing it their way. I took the Lakers in seven, Kings in seven, because I am now the biggest Sacramento Kings fan on the planet. And um, Suns in five. So those are my predictions. Let's hear from you guys, though, especially when it comes to the uh, 1-8 matchups. Do you see sweeps? Do you see some uh, potential six or sevens uh, in either of those series between Milwaukee, Miami, and Denver and Minnesota? Let me know as you are right now in the stream team. The final piece that I wanted to show you guys. It's almost Tweet of the Week. Oh, can I play Tweet of the Night? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Tweet of the night. Mm, tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Yeah, tweet of the night. It's going to Trey Kirby. 
Because yesterday, he noticed something about today, Saturday, day one of the NBA playoff schedule. And that is that Saturday's playoff schedule is the perfect Vince McMahon meme. The meme where Vince gets, you know, more and more excited. That's the best way to put it. So there's Vince looking at our first game, Nets Sixers. Hmm, okay. All right. Oh, second game, a little more excited. Hawks Celtics, okay. Third game, oh my God. Vince is pumped, Knicks Cavs, and then, you know, red eyes, full alert. Here we go. This is the best. That final game, Warriors Kings. Trey Kirby gets tweet of the night. And I think he's right. Those games get better and better and better as the day goes on. So maybe you've got some uh, errands you got to run here on Saturday. That's I think you're fine, maybe. Uh, especially with that first game. A lot of people expect the Sixers to take care of business. I mean, I got Sixers in five. I don't think the Nets are going to win game one. But, uh, you know, you go do your things and you get back in front of the TV. And as the day goes on, those games should get better and better and better. Julius Randle cleared to play, they're saying. Could be playing in game one. I don't know if that's some gamesmanship there from the Knicks. But uh, I think we'll see a little bit of Julius Randle in that first game. Guys, let's call it there, though. It's a quickie here, the weekend shift. I'm happy uh, Luna has joined us. We're going to be dropping Luna off at the, uh, at well, not doggy daycare, but boarding. Because I am off tomorrow to Boston to run the Boston Marathon on Monday. Will I check in on my phone during the show? We will find out. Um, and I'm hoping to go to game two in Boston to see the Hawks and Celtics. Though getting tickets, not as easy as it once was. My God. You B-Town boys love your uh, basketball. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll probably get out uh, to the game. And I will be back uh, in the factory later in the week. But the guys will be here on Monday. You know they're going to be doing it's just one game. But probably for all eight games this weekend. Always a fun segment. So make sure you guys subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Make sure you leave your boys a five-star rating and review wherever you download and listen to this podcast. And uh, yeah, join them live if you can at 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm sure we'll start releasing like our playback schedule as well, which is where we jump on playback and watch the games together. And uh, I know we will pick a game. We'll try and lock in a game at some point this upcoming week, but who knows about Tass and Trey maybe jumping on, maybe even myself today. If there's a close game or a really juicy game at the half, we might just fire up playback. So make sure you follow No Dunks on Twitter, at No Dunks Inc. Uh, I feel like we'll be doing that a lot, just like firing it up when it calls for it. So that'll be a lot of fun. Can't wait for that. We had a lot of people out for that Bulls-Raptors game uh, earlier this week. Uh, but we will call it there. Before we go, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Guys, have an awesome weekend. Playoffs! Um, Really excited about these games. I will see you, like I said, later in the week. But uh, otherwise, catch the boys from the Classic Factory on Monday morning. Enjoy the basketball. Good luck to your team and your team only. Embrace the playoffs, people. Playoffs!